All right, everybody, it is time for the RGH podcast. And while you might be able to dislike the video today, you probably won't be able to dislike this video come two days from now or seven days. No, I don't know. The, <laughs> no, today, it's right now. It's right now. I'm looking at the dislike button. I don't think there's a number beside it here. I disliked. No, I yeah. see it. I see no it. number. We got more dislikes than we typically. I think people are testing us. And that's fine. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they actually don't but like the sound. That's possible. Even if you're disliking the video, it won't actually show the percentage of dislikes on the content anymore. Which is, we're going to get into that. But uh, this is a big day for, me, yeah. for YouTubers. If people are disliking, for me, I can't see it. I just see a dislike button. There's a number. There's 42 likes. Thank you for the likes, guys. Which is weird. There's 148 people watching this. Should, so shouldn't there be 148 likes? Come on. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah. You got to earn them. Maybe I got, uh, yeah, uh, for me, I have the update. So if you have an old one, maybe you're on mobile, maybe. But for me, personally, I can't, it just says dislike. There's no number beside it, right? Which is the crazy part. So some people, I guess, maybe you have an old client, maybe uh, if you're not using Chrome or something like that. But for me, again, I cannot see the number of dislikes. I just see that there's a dislike button there. We'll talk about that craziness. (laughs) Uh, we're going to be talking about Call of Duty Vanguard today and the launch. Uh, we had some mixed reception on Zombies the other day, and we talked about that. But we're going to talk about the COD launch. We're going to talk about Lost Ark Technical Beta. Uh, it's live right now, and there's some great reception from a lot of different people. Uh, a new Twitch partner getting canceled for some dubious, dubious crimes. Uh, Arcane, the League of Legends anime, way bigger than you might think. Like, actually shocking. Uh, how much Arcane popped off. And then Forza Horizon 5 popped up even even harder than uh, Arcane did. A racing game is now the new meta uh, for gaming. Like, it's, it's honestly shocking when we talk about it. Uh, so let's get into it. Call of Duty Vanguard launch. I haven't even downloaded it. I've got a code. Haven't downloaded it. I have no interest in playing zombies after hearing the reviews. And... Um, I don't know how desperately I want to jump into the just the overall PvP. I watched a couple, you know, streams, just just kind of dabbled, but Call of Duty's lost me. It's like Ryan in the Halo series. He's just he was once a fan, he was yeah. once a lover. It's just That's so fair. lost to me. I don't want to grind up my gear. I don't want to get what are they called? Prestige. I think prestige levels. Uh, I don't want prestige. I don't even think prestige <laughs> is like back. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to earn those guns. I don't even want to touch it. Because, you know what? We'll talk about it in Lost Ark. It's like every Call of Duty game is like a beta. Like, I play the game, I earn all this stuff, and it's going to be gone in a year. And so it it just, like, demotivates me. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. I don't care if I will quit the game. There's lots of games I've put in, you know, 20 hours, 30 hours, and I quit it because I've, I've beaten it. But with Call of Duty... I don't like that there's Listen, a new one every single year. It pisses me so off. For, for so, so I think I'm probably the one that's played the most. Like, I'm, like, level, like, 40-something in the game. Mm-hmm. I've played a decent amount, actually. Um, I probably have, like, 30 hours into it or something like that. 20, 20 30 hours into it. So, here's the thing. You're, you're right about a lot of that. It's, like, it's hard to care when it's gone. It's so fleeting. Like, there's no investment. Like, you know, people are just getting into the groove of the last one and then the new one's out and then you're like especially like 
Apparently, the next one is going to be Modern Warfare 2. And I, and I did, like, in like the new 2019 Modern Warfare really invigorated the series. So just the knowledge of, like, okay, well, why would I get into this one? Next year, it's Modern Warfare 2. And that's going to be a banger, right? So you're right about that. Zombies is tough rash dude zombies is like <laughs> missing all of the key features that made a good it was like, <laughs> like the mid-sentence draw yeah. there you call hey, me listen. the one with the problem you're like i can't get through a sentence i need my alcohol yeah like true, you couldn't true. even finish your thought without taking a sip <laughs> of your drink i opened it and it, it, it's a nice it's a pineapple cider and we're just it's i couldn't resist okay fair Anyways, but, like, yeah, the zombies, there's no, like, round-based... It's, like, you advance through the waves by, like, doing these kind of lame objectives and, like, it just doesn't feel like you're surviving hordes of zombies. Um, the campaign, I've heard... Some people say it's good. I've heard some other people say it's pretty blah. Um, but the multiplayer, it's interesting because, uh, in the one hand, it's, it's Call of Duty. And especially, it's pretty f similar to Modern Warfare 2019, where, like, the, the, the whole gunsmith system is back. Mm -hmm. um, but I really like that. The, the cool thing about that gunsmith system is now you can have a gun, you can have 10 attachments on a gun, and you can really change a gun. So let's say you have, you know, a, a normal rifle, the S SVT-40 or whatever. It's just, like, a single-shot rifle with eight rounds so what I, I can do is i can put a scope on it i can change the first barrel gives you a larger one hit kill area and then you can potentially put on there's different kinds of rounds you can get so you can put on heavier caliber larger caliber rounds bigger bullets they do more damage but they'll slow your rate of fire you can put on smaller caliber bullets so you do less damage but you're much more accurate so you can take this gun and turn it into like a one hit kill sniper rifle type thing or you could turn it into like a low recoil. Like a DMR. Yeah. Well, it, like you can shoot, turn it into a lower recoil, faster shooting, more accurate rifle, right? So it's like, do you want that one hit kill potential or do you want the rapid accurate follow-up shots? And then a lot of guns are like that. You can take a gun, put a long barrel on it, make it really accurate, you know, put on a three times scope, laser people down hallways or you cut the barrel down short you take off the stock you're gonna have tons of recoil but your movement speed is increased you're running around in hallways and hip firing people to death right so that is the cool part the the weapon customization is i honestly top notch for any shooter out there just like what you can you can take a gun and you can make it into all these different things with all these different abilities and stuff but that is really pretty much the extent of the innovation the kill streaks are the you know kill streaks the maps are their call of duty maps the spawns are ass and, <laughs> and like the, prog the progression is like pretty similar so it's yeah. basically like if you enjoy call of duty if you like that arena shooter and then you like that extra amount of customization which i do appreciate it's a cool little bit of a cool multiplayer experience but if, if that doesn't catch your eye, it, it's not reinventing the wheel because sure. that same customization system was in Mono for 2019. Like the same thing as present. You could change, you could take your M4 and give it SOCOM rounds and turn it into a DMR or you could give it 9mm SMG rounds and turn it into almost like an SMG. That same concept was there. So it's really just transferring that concept into a World War II setting. All I know about the PvP, frankly, is... What I've seen on Twitter and the 
the most memorable clip that I saw on Twitter, I don't know if you guys saw this one, was Doc's. You see, you see Doc's um, video he posted, or just him like screaming as he's he's running out of spawn. He gets two oh, yeah. steps out of spawn and dies, and then he respawns. He's like, let's go, we're gone. And he runs out, and he gets two feet and dies, and it's just like, it happens like four times in a row. Yeah, you know, and that's that's really the extent of what I know about Call of Duty. If you, well, so there's also can I say part of that is there's a there's combat pacing, so you can select do you want tactical assault or blitz, and like tactical is like less players than normal, right? Think team tactical from Call of Duty. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember way back in the day, assault is like normal six v six TDM, and then blitz is like twelve v twelve. 18 v 18 and like the bigger the map like on a big map it'll be like 25 v 25 or something or like something crazy like that right okay so like if you select blitz that's probably what doc was playing and that is like chaotic people are spawning behind you spawn looking at people but it's wild and some people like that you know but you can select tactical if you want the slower paced more methodical action right i think which is kind of an interesting thing i think what frustrates me about Call of Duty is the feeling of like being fodder. Like some guy's got his dropship, he's farmed a bunch of my teammates, and then he just keeps pumping me with his with his his AC one thirty, and it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm dead. And like, obviously, you can spawn in with like an RPG and take it out or whatever. I get it. I understand. There's like some counterplay to some of that stuff, but that tilts me. And then things like claymores and just like one bang <laughs> things, where where you walk in a room and you die, and it's like seriously and i think one of the ways that the game would be fixed for me is if you walked in the room and i know that's not how a claymore works but if you walked in the room and it went doo, 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 and then blew up if it gave you a second where if you're a good player you're like boom i can react to this and so they're annoying but there's some sort of counterplay because right now someone puts it in a weird angle you walk into it boom dead and it's like well i chose the wrong doorway to walk through yeah, and uh, another thing is, you know, if yeah, someone's camping oh. a building and you know he's sniping that building, and there's a claymore, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna take that building slowly. But the issue is, people just throw them down in the in the middle of the map, just like random well, the claymores. Cam- the camping is a big problem too, because the time to kill is so fast. Like if someone's aiming down sights, expecting you to come, and you come, you're probably gonna die. Like yeah. you won't have time to aim down sights and then there's kill a, them. There's no like, peaker's advantage. Kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really, but also. You know, I talked about all these different customization options. It sucks because I got what you know. I'll give you an example. I got the the uh, the G forty three, the Gewer forty three, the last marksman's rifle, right? Yeah. So I'm like, have to be like level forty something to unlock it. I get it. I level it up in zombies. I'm trying new things. I I put on like the twenty round mag, low recoil. This thing, I'm pressing it. There's no recoil. I laser beam a couple people. Then I realize, wait a second, I'm getting outshot. Like, consistently embarrassed. I do all this customization with this unique weapon, and what do I get killed by? People using the STG, which is the first assault rifle you get. It's so overpowered, because you can get this vital proficiency, which means, get this, headshot damage applies to upper chest. So people are, like, three-tapping just with chest shots and just dropping, yeah, 200 millisecond time to kill, dropping you from, like, because obviously they put on the long range like barrel so my like marksman's rifle that i've tried to like turn into a usable gun this yeah. fully automatic 30 round to the magazine gun is like just because they put on this vital it's just like 10 million times better than what i can do and that's kind of the issue is it's like this customization is sweet 
but it's allowing for these broken combos. Sure. Like you can put a bayonet on and then put like this extend your melee range thing and people are like bayonet charging. So you can bayonet charge where you sprint at people and if they come in your range, it just auto melees them. You don't even have to be looking at them. It'll just auto melee them. And people are like lunging like 15 feet with bayonets, <laughs> killing people. I saw someone who was like standing up on a, on a ledge on a two-story building and someone bayoneted him and got him <laughs> from the ground. Like, like, are you like lunged up the Literally, building? No, no, he, did, like, he didn't move. He used a harpoon. Your melee range... <laughs> Your melee range is so long, he didn't even, like, jump off the ground. He just meleeed and just got the guy at the second-story window. I'm like, are you kidding me? So, it's, like, it's weird, though. When we think back to the good CODs, like, Modern Warfare 2, everything was just dumb, fun, ridiculousness. Like, there was... So, maybe that is, like, what makes COD fun. It's not, like, this, you know, anal balancing. It's all this fun stuff. Yeah, but it is kind of frustrating if you try to use an off-meta gun because the on-meta guns, you just don't have time to react. They just crap on you. I can't remember if I liked Modern Warfare 2 because I did play a lot or it was because I was my buddies, but I always... That was like the one Call of Duty where I was like, I'm good at this game. It's the only Call of Duty where I was like, I'm good at this game and like, I feel like I can, I'm in control of the game, if that makes sense. All oh. the other ones I've played, I'm like, I, I just feel like it's like the Wild West. I, yeah. it's I, I just, I feel out to lunch here. I feel like a sitting duck yeah. uh, a lot of the time. It's, and I don't know why that is. Is it uh, like, I don't know why. Honestly, it's cause they let you spawn trap in that game. In Mono for two, you could look at the mini map, look at where your players are and you'd know where the enemy team is. Okay. We're on this side of the map. We're pushing this way. We're going to be, we're going to encounter the enemy team. Mm-hmm. You'd have to push in really far for them to spawn behind you. In all the new games, they figured out, the casuals don't like getting spawn trapped. So what do we do? If you even think about pushing forward, dude, if you're like in the middle of the map, you're not even really in their spawn, they'll spawn behind you. Like they just instantly spawn behind you, right? Right. And so it just increases the chaosness. And they actually talked about, I think, I remember Activision talking about like you have like combat spawns where like it, it wants to spawn you. So you're in the action in like two seconds. You don't have to run anywhere. You're just like, you spawn, you go around a corner, there's an enemy, right? Because it keeps up that dopamine, that high adrenaline. But at the end of the day, like you said, Tash, you don't feel in charge. You mm-hmm. don't feel in control. It's just chaos. And if you're like, if you're like this crazy Twitch shooter and you, and you dominate, and like if you play the maps enough, you're going to know. You're going to know all the spawns. Yeah. And like, that's part of the issue. I know every spawn on every map in Destiny and in like Halo 3. Like I know exactly where you will be uh, or the potential of where you'll be. I don't play Call of Duty enough. So I think that definitely plays into it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, that mixed with claymores, mixed with things yep. in the sky or robot dogs or whatever it is, mixed with <laughs> instant time to kill. There's no room for error. There's no room for like outplay. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get shot in the back so many times and I get so frustrated that it, I, I don't care to learn it. I just don't want yeah. to play anymore. Oh, and um, 90% of my deaths are from the back. There's people mm-hmm. shooting me in the back. And I think it's that's... Like, that's why I always gravitated to Halo. And that's why I still yeah. pray that Halo Infinite will be good is because someone would shoot me. I'd go, ah, hold on. And I'd like, you know, get behind cover or I would turn on them and, and yeah. duel them. And that was the most satisfying thing. And yeah. uh, even in Modern Warfare, I feel like there was like a little bit of that. Like I'd kind of get in a fight and you'd have to shoot a couple times. 
like I, I don't know exactly. I don't remember, but it was like the M16 would be like two like full bursts. So if someone missed a shot, mm-hmm. you can turn around. I not, mean, I don't know. Really, I was stopping power, baby. Yeah, I guess. That <laughs> would drop you. But it was know. just every gun was good. Truly, yeah. every gun was good. You were never at a disadvantage. But I, you mentioned robot dogs. You want to know the new thing in this game? What? There's a, a field upgrade. A field upgrades are basically like supers. Like you just get it for like time in the game. Okay. There's a field upgrade that was like a Goliath tank. It's a little like tiny like bomb on treads that you it's like an rcx to you put forward and you blow it up well, on the enemy team but modern warfare 3 have one of those essentially? i think so but it's like you automatically get it in a round even if you're absolute dog water and you have zero kills you're eventually gonna get this tank that you can drive into the enemy spot and blow up i actually saw footage it can get like a road kill. It can run you over. So I saw footage of someone just dri- in a tiny little map driving in the enemy spawn, and they're like spawning into it, and the treads are just chewing everyone up. It's just like spawned. They're like spawned and instantly dead from this guy moving his stupid little RC tank like back and forth. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, bro. Like, what is this? That's called balance. Learn, yeah, exactly. learn it. Learn it, exactly. bro. Exactly. It's wild, dude. Well, I tell you what, we're over, we're 22 minutes into the show. We got a bunch of other topics to hit, so we should Fair probably now, get truck in here. Well, guess what? If you are mad at us for going over the topics, you can dislike the video. Oh, wait. No, <laughs> you can't. So our next topic is YouTube. Again, apparently it's still appearing for some people. But like I for me... It. For you see it, I don't see it. Like, I don't know if I can, like, I can't really share my screen, but I can't see it. So going forward, if you can see it, it's going away soon. The dis- the amount of dislikes will disappear. There'll still be a button, but if you dislike, there's no point. No one is going to see it other than the creator. So essentially, YouTube has gone the way of Twitter, where you can't dislike a tweet. You can either like it or not interact with it or comment or reply something. So there's going to be no more. Like if you know how you go to YouTube Rewind or like the Infinite Warfare trailer and there's massive dislikes. If you go to that now, at least again, for me, for people with updated clients, if you go to that now, it doesn't show dislikes. It just showed likes. Those pivotal moments of gaming history right mm-hmm. the dislikes on infinite warfare gone literally gone or the youtube rewind getting the most dislikes in any video ever it's like how do we know the number now exactly that's right. and and maybe that's it, it maybe they just took that too personal <laughs> yeah seriously they, their feelings yeah. were so hurt they're like no more never again i'm looking at it right now <laughs> i'm looking at it right now youtube rewind 2018 three million likes no dislike it just says dislike it doesn't show that there's 18 million wow dislikes which is crazy because like the ratio is one like to like five six seven dislikes and that's a good metric for like okay is this video trash is this video liked but now because people don't know that they just see all the likes and on some of my videos you know they've got like fifteen thousand likes because i was talking about a, a character but they do have three or four thousand dislikes. Here, I can show you like with this. people that disagree. If you can uh, see, uh, okay, I can't really see, but there's three million, three blurry. But here's three million likes, and it just says dislike. There's no numbers. Sure. I don't know if you can right. see that. There's no numbers. Like that's what I'm looking at I'm here. Gonna, and again, some people still you can see the dislikes. Over the next couple of days, they're going to be going away. I'm not a huge fan of this because I actually use that as a metric, not as a 
creator, but as a viewer, a lot of times, because I use YouTube for a ton of stuff. Like, if I'm doing a house project, I'm like, I, I kind of forget what I should be doing with this, and it's like related to plumbing or electrical, and. Or if I'm replacing a, a part of my in my vehicle, and I'm like, I want to make sure I get this right. Let me just get a quick refresher, and I pull up some YouTube searches. I use that as a metric to know at the very beginning of the video if I'm wasting my time or not. Does this does this guy go over good information? Is it going to be helpful? If it's got ten dislikes for every one like, I all I just move on and try and find a, a better quality video. Yeah, you know. And so for me, I feel like this is just going to waste a lot of people's time if they can't have that added metric. That's really helpful when you you don't know this content creator, right. you don't know the you can't speak to the quality of their work, and you just show up in a video and you can't see that metric that's a big deal because that's that's is that is my first indicator of whether or not something's worth my time especially like a guide or a review mm -hmm. so like if you go to a guide and it has like 50 percent dislikes you're like sums up like this guide's probably yeah. not helpful like the people who would upload entire destiny exotic guides just based on the database before the weapon was in the game trash content but now <laughs> you get away with it that's like, why right. would, why, seriously, why wouldn't I upload a video how to get Galahorn, like, before December? Why don't you just upload it December 1st? The update isn't even here yet. I just, and I just lie. I make it up. I do all these fake steps at the end and say, ha, gotcha. I'm going to get 300,000 views. I'm going to make thousands of dollars. And you can't even see the dislikes. And people are so, going to be annoyed. They're going to be watching through it. They're like, oh, how do you do it? And then you go, haha, just kidding. And it's like, okay, at the well, very that, end. That was like really gotcha, like really like yep. trashed content. And I just suffered through it and gained nothing. And if I would have known, I mean, obviously they can check the comments, but, I, but I no one it, does that. It hurts. On mobile, I think it hurts viewers a lot. Yeah, on, yeah. You're right. But on mobile, you actually have to click a button to say see comments, right? Right. So. Not that many people are doing that. You just went, but you can see likes and dislikes, and it's usually a good gauge. Because now, again, if I do that, I'm going to get less likes than normal. Like, it might just say a 1,000 likes, which normally it would say, like, 5,000 or something, because most people would probably dislike. And I'm going to be able to see those dislikes, but like you said, you're just going to, like, see that, that, oh, a thousand likes like maybe it just came out right like I, I, it's just like all the bamboozlers the scam artists the the huge clickbaiters like the real misleading clickbaiters this is playing right into their hands mm -hmm. yeah i agree there's outright I, scams on youtube obviously it's kind of career suicide if you do that too many times but you can definitely capitalize on um and that, but yeah, at the same time, there are there are quite frankly there are content creators who just do not give a flying frack about what their community thinks about them, and they'll do anything for views. And uh, those creators do exist. We won't name them here, unless of course you want to. Oh, but, I'll name um, them. So this guy <laughs> named Cacus H. <laughs> just dude, it's crazy. But, I've um, seen like outrageous, misleading clickbait in the Destiny community, like. Prison of Elders is back, and it's like still like ninety percent likes, and the Prison of Elders is not back. This like right. this is just complete misleading misleading clickbait. Yeah, you you go content, you go to man. it in a mission, but it's like you're it's not actually in the game. Yeah, it's I don't know, it's just like dumb stuff like that. And I, but, I guess it's yeah. also just like a clarity thing. Is like if you see all the dislikes, maybe you know you're getting bamboozled and you watch anyways, but you can like make an informed decision. Like, okay, this is probably a troll video. 
But, yeah. you know, is what it is. But now you can't make that decision. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I mean... Is it? Is it in the game? And, you, and you're going to have to investigate it. Then yeah. you spend five minutes, and you're like, oh, he was just trolling or, like, speculating. Um, well, famously, it was, like, the how to get the ray gun in multiplayer, like, glitch videos. They were just fake glitch videos. Right, yeah. It was just fake steps, and someone would, like, kind of, like, Photoshop slash, like, edit it in the end to make it look like he got it in multiplayer. Or, yeah. or like how to get how to get Mew in Pokemon, <laughs> you know, and and it's like fake. It's yeah. all like these fake stuff. Like you have to do all this stuff, and then you have to push this truck that's in the in this insane and and it's just like all this. Stuff. I it's got like, bamboozled. That doesn't actually do it. it. It was just like a trick. I spent fifteen hours making a new Pokemon game to get Mew, and it didn't work out. And if I could have seen those dislikes, maybe I would have known. It didn't. It wasn't real. I can't read, but I can see the number. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day for me, uh, the bottom line is that I think this hurts viewers more than anything else. It's just taking away yeah. that initial reaction a viewer can have to sort of give credit to the video or take credit away from it and know whether or not it's worth their time. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a big takeaway for me. Now, the, the, we should say, like, why are they doing this, right? Like, why would YouTube do this? Their response basically just that they want to stop like brigading basically and like dislike swarms where and and that does happen where it's like you know like a more toxic youtuber or like a a toxic like discord channel will essentially what they'll do is they'll make like a a video hating on someone or they'll even just say hey go hate on this person whatever yeah and then like people will go and dislike bomb their videos and they'll get a bunch of dislikes for no reason it is pretty like disheartening when that happens um but it's like does that happen more than just there's bad videos that deserve dislikes right on youtube and like if you if you go and dislike bomb a channel that typically helps it it's, it's engagement. A, it's a bunch of you, engagement. People are clicking on the video, and it ups the click-through rate. And like, yep, yep. Like, who's getting targeted by these mass things? Like, is it Jimmy Kimmel? Like, is Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel's, you know, stuff getting dislike bombed? And they're like, you guys gonna turn off the button? Like, Dude, I don't know. But maybe. I mean, like, I don't want to get too conspiratorial, but guess who? It's also kind of weird if you look at it from like a public service government perspective because guess who also gets a lot of dislikes joe biden stuff like i'm just being honest like it does and obviously it's just like anyone from the other end of the political spectrum is going to hate everything he does but then it's like well if we disable dislikes we're talking about it for under the guise of like gaming clickbait but if like the government comes out with a video comes out with a new law comes out with a proposal that's like a pretty important like gauge of like Do the public's like perception, <laughs> yeah. and and I said Joe Biden just because he's in charge right now. But like, let's be honest, like probably Trump videos got a crap ton of dislikes too, or the guy before him. It's like so like see, it'd be crazy, you know, the announcement of the war in Iraq. No one gets to see the dislikes for that. That's like well, these are the pivotal, important moments. You got it backwards. The the government isn't controlling the the billionaire companies in america it, the billionaire companies are controlling covers so you got that you got that okay. backwards fair <laughs> enough. yeah good point good point fair <laughs> enough but i'm saying like it, it, again it's don't think of it as like a political oh but about but it's like again like if you put out if like there's a video from the canadian government about a new law and we now don't get to see dislikes mm-hmm. so it's like 
now it skews public perception in actual important lawmaking and stuff like that. And that is not good, right? Like, that's something you should be able to see. What does the public think about this? Yeah. Yeah. I guess even if you if you disagree, like it's not I'm not saying like I'm just saying you're allowed to agree. You're allowed to like not dislike it, but like you should be able to see what the perception is, is that's like hiding an important piece of information when it comes to these policy decisions. And it's still available for the people who made the video like we can still see it. And they're like, yeah, you you can still give your feedback and dislike it and stuff. But I personally think it is just like that the main concern is that instant ability to say, is this a good video or not? When I go into a video, is this a waste of my time? Is this worth it? If it's got a 99% like ratio, I'm like, oh, okay, wow. It's yeah. got, got 5,000 likes, but 99% of them are likes. Okay, that means that, you know, thousands of people have vetted this thing. And, and I mean, yeah. so are you going to hide all the bad reviews of a restaurant? Right? 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 I need to I need to know both sides of it so that I can make right. a informed decision. Is it a five-star like, restaurant that, or isn't it a five-star restaurant? That's a good point. We're hiding every one-star rating of a restaurant. Bro, <laughs> I need to know about the people getting food poisoning, not the guy's cousins that he told to give a five-star review on his restaurant. Like, exactly. this is a problem. Right? Uh, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be right back. The cat man will be right back. Okay, no worries. So He's let's jump get on. He's going to Classic. Uh, let's jump on with Lost Ark Technical Beta. It is live right now. Lost Ark uh, has had some delays and, it's and huge. stuff. But it's like it's getting crazy hype. All the the um, like the Diablo guys are on it. Uh, a bunch yeah. of like the the kind of ARPG um, type guys like Dat mods. He's on there. He's been playing it early. Um, a bunch of the Path of Exile guys are on it and playing like Zizaran and, and Mathil and all that. And uh, they got a lot of hype to say. Actually, some, some guys that played Genshin, um, they've been all in for months. They, they quit the game, and they went all in for months on um, Lost Ark. And they've been covering it. So I've been kind of keeping up with it and seeing what's going on. And uh, it's got some... Wait, wh- who's that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Rick told me to t- come take over because he had to leave. Oh. Is it, you know, is a, it, a, is it a bathroom emergency again? <laughs> So another one of those. What are your thoughts on Lost Ark, Cheyenne? <laughs> um, I think it's really cool, and uh, oh no, I can't keep this in my ear. Oh, thanks <laughs> so much for your input. Now, Ryan, an actual gamer. Listen, a lot of people don't even know what Lost Ark is. Like, I don't even know what that is, and that's there's a probably good reason for that because I don't think we have a lot of like native Korean viewers. I maybe we do. I don't know. I've looked at our metrics lately, but essentially. Lost Ark is, it's kind of like the Korean uh, counterpart counterpart to Diablo, yeah. Is it, would that be a fair a fair it, comparison? Diablo, if it was an MMO though, like a long term play game with like raids yeah. and like like it's like a, it's one of the first ARPGs, like a Diablo if, that's an MMO. Di- yeah, if you're a Diablo player, you'll probably feel right at home diving into Lost Ark. So. I got into the the technical beta and I've been I've been uh, playing. I uh, I think it's uh, it's actually kind of fun, mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I do. One of the things that I really appreciate is that um, the their takes on common classes are a little bit different, right? 
you know, you've got your mage. I'm a mage guy. I've always been a mage guy. And so I dove into it thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to be a fire mage or a necromancer or, you know, something like that? But they're like, nah, our mages are a little different. There's a bard class for the mage. And it's a mage that actually uses, like, magical music attacks for healing and buffs and debuffs and things like that. And it's actually, like, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I would initially think of when I think of, like, a mage class and so these specialists these uh i don't know i forget actually what the technical term is this specialist i I don't know what it is but like the specific skill trees you can go down that dramatically change the way you play the game are uh they're kind of interesting takes on the classics that deviate from the norm and i really i think that's what really keeps me playing right now is it's a deviation from the norm but in a way that is interesting and enticing Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I, and I always like when they spice it up. Like, I think one of the classes you can, like... I don't know if it's Ar- Arcanist or Arcanist, and you've got, like, cards. Like, you, can, you like, send, like, uh-huh. magical cards. Like, just things like that where it's like, oh, okay, this is different. It's not a fireball. It's, like, it's like an infused card or something like that. I like that stuff. And um, Lost Ark, like, it has been really popular, but now that it's being brought over to America, like, I, I, I wonder if it's going to be one of those big staple type MMOs that people are grinding. Like Diablo four is nowhere to be found. Like they, they just said, <laughs> don't expect it anytime <laughs> soon. Right. Path of exile two is going to be a little bit too. And so this is an opportunity for the market over here to jump into a new, um, you know, loot ARPG type game and maybe fall in love with it. Long-term I am holding off to like play it until launch. Cause I, I just don't like my beta progress getting reset and losing all my sure, stuff. Sure, I get that. But, um, you know, it, it does have a bit of a window here and maybe a larger window than previously thought because Diablo getting delayed, that is a big pressure. And now they've just got free reign to bring the game over, have a whole new audience try it out, and I believe it yeah. is free-to-play. It is free-to-play. And so any free-to-play game, that is obviously going to have a huge opportunity because... Yeah, you're right. You what's can, their competition? And, and what's the risk of trying it? Maybe you love it? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. The only thing is... You good, bro? Yeah, you okay, buddy? Yeah, he doesn't even have a headset on. He doesn't know what we're saying. Um, the only thing I've heard about Lost Ark is it's very alt-heavy. Like, if you want to play optimally, you'd better have a paladin and a gunner and a mage and a barbarian type like you, you need yeah, but how many hours before you even get to that threshold that end game threshold and that's true like maybe maybe you're just talking about lost ark yeah lost ark yeah you missed it okay it's gonna be big that's all we know um and and i guess the other thing too though is i can't even I, get I, a code i play I a titan a, a warlock code. and a hunter on destiny like i Dude. I, I i like playing different classes that, that yeah, function differently that. Cactus, you, you should have done what I did. I reached out to a, a couple of my uh, agency connections, and no one got me a code. I made a live tweet and put it out in the ether. Within five minutes, I had a code. Bro! So that's how I was, I was like, I need a code for this game. Who can hook me up? Immediately. Bro! I went, I went and I got a glass yeah. of water. I came back and opened my phone. I'm like, I got codes. Sweet. I, <laughs> I want to do that, but I also don't want people to think I'm a whining baby little gimme gimme. I didn't whine about it. I literally said, I'm interested in this I game. Know. I would love to play it. Does anybody happen to have a code or a connection I can use? I should do that. I, should do. I mean, like, at the same time, for what you guys are saying, it's like, 
will I even have time to play this game? If I have to have like three alt accounts, like how listen, but that's, but that's not until you get several, like way deep into the game to hit that end game threshold. But that's, a, I, but here's that's the thing. A, I have played, or you could dump, you know, speaking from experience, 20 hours into this game and not even get close to that level cap. And that's the level cap that's in the technical beta. That's all right. Like that's I, that's what I'm worried about. Like I, my bread and butter is like covering the end game. But for me, I'm not. I'm not approaching this game from a creator perspective. Yeah, but even I'm even approaching this it. from the perspective as a person who has historically really enjoyed games like this. Yeah. And in short spurts, you know, because I'm not playing against anybody. I'm not out there playing PvP in, in Diablo games. Yeah. I'm just playing at my own pace. I'm farming my own gear. And and I don't ever get that sensation that I'm getting left behind. Because who am I? I'm not getting left behind by anybody. I'm just playing it for fun. And I yeah. think that most Fair people enough. interested in this game, or almost all of the people interested in this game, are in that camp. I Fair just... Enough. I don't know why I have this like weird phobia of games that are like from another region. And, and mo I mean, most of it is because I'm a content creator and it, I feel like it limits my like urge to cover it is like, I'm going to get to a raid and be like, Hey, this raid is really good for farming. It's like, I'm getting some really good drops. And then someone's like, actually, this is technically the worst raid to do because of this. And like, someone's done the math on it already and they've like min maxed everything already and it's like oh okay yeah. well like, this isn't for me you're it's gonna, good. you're gonna make content on that's optimal i don't think because it's a game that it's not a new game there is yeah. a very dedicated community that already knows everything there's know about this game. yeah yeah but, that, but that's but yeah. that's part of the hype is like discovering that and like finding out like ooh, like i found a new little thing i, I really enjoy that part of it sure so as, as soon as i know that the game has existed elsewhere my my urge to get in there is limited yeah. and and i mean I'm playing, um, I, I've played many games that have been out for a long time that I haven't gotten into yet, and I look up guides myself, and I, I get really invested in games. That's fine, but it, it just, if I'm going to be putting hundreds of hours into that game, I better I better be able to cover it, because I just it's, don't have enough yeah, time. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of like the New World hype. It's like everyone's kind of discovering things for the first time. Yeah, and how broken the game is, and they're all discovering yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. See, I discovered it about a week before everyone, and I was like, oh, God, this game's going to die. And then, like, a week later, everyone's like, what is wrong with this game? All the glitches started coming out, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a confession, Cactus. When you just were like, suddenly, hey, I got to go, and then your wife gets on, I, I thought that this was like a... A planned creative baby announcement. Oh, I thought y'all. I thought y'all were gonna like drop a baby bomb on oh. us. I got a little excited. Now I'm. I'm just gonna finish out the rest of this episode a little bit disappointed. That's all. That's that's how. That's actually how. That's a good idea for actually getting some viewers back to this podcast because we were <laughs> popping. We were getting like a thousand concurrent viewers when M Tosh was getting banned every two seconds. True. So that's the next thing we'll say. Tell your friends. We're baby announcement is happening live. If it happens, it's happening live on this podcast. Let's you know do what? it. Here's what we do to get viewers back when we are popping off. You know what we were covering? We were covering drama, baby. Woo! We, touched, we were, we were like, listen, we got the we got the balls to talk about drama. 
also, we're talking yeah. about it here. And we got one of those topics tonight. And then we got in trouble. But, but be honest, <laughs> when's the last time you made a video saying, hey, by the way, tonight we've got a podcast. I don't know if you know we do a podcast, but we do a podcast. I did. Because like, the last, last time week. was on episode 10. For me, like, uh, like for, it's it's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I made it like last week. I swear, I mentioned our podcast, and we I, had I less viewers. They're like, time. "Oh, that's something I should avoid." <laughs> <laughs> that is something I'll. No. You know More what? We do this cactus, for fun. We do like, this for fun. No, thank you. And so I guess we gotta, is there like, ahead. I don't know, or is there any good news right now in gaming? It's like game delayed, game delayed, uh, game delayed. Call of Duty sucks. Like, I don't uh, know. I don't think Call of Duty sucks it's a perfectly serviceable game the multiplayer zombies trash campaign fair who buys cod for the campaign and then uh battlefield is out in like three two days three days soon i got my code 24 i got my code too i'll I'll see you online maybe i think it goes live at 3 a.m my time (laughs) so like 1 a.m your time tomorrow night worth it tomorrow yeah, it's so like, it's like in the middle Friday of the night morning? between Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and then yeah. that's only for the people who got the deluxe edition. Everybody who got the normal edition. See you in a week, idiots. Well, no, that'd be five a.m. your time. Sorry, because right. I'm what? Okay, ahead well, of I'm you. Not... Uh, Three a.m. my time is like five a.m. your time, right? So, is no, that might get, no, I don't know if I get my wires crossed. Yeah, you're but, you're uh, in the future. It it would be one one a.m. for us. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. yikes. Yeah. Um, so let's yeah. talk about that Twitch partner thing. Yeah, this is a funny sus. story. Oh, dude, it's so sketchy, man. There's this guy, uh, Breezy, who uh, this week on Twitch, he's a partnered Twitch streamer, right? He's got that blue check, that check mark. Sorry, not blue, it's purple. He's got that check mark next to his name. So anytime he goes in anybody else's stream and he interacts in the chat, there's a check mark next to his name, which lets everybody know he's kind of a big deal. Yo, you're partnered? Yo, he's a partner streamer. Now, apparently what this guy likes to do is follow me here. This story is kind of weird. So what he would do, um, instead of streaming his own gameplay, what he would do is he would pull up streams of female streamers uh, also streaming Apex Legends. So he's now on small his stream, streamers, right? On like sm- stream specifically streamers who were smaller than him, who are not small partnered. enough to care that a partnered streamer is in their exactly. chat. Exactly. Now here's what he would do: he would then take their live stream and he would broadcast it on his stream. So he's streaming himself this watching someone on Twitch. That's exactly right, without their permission. She's got no idea. So he's now on his live stream broadcasting a, a female streamer streaming uh to her audience streaming apex legends right now now that he's showing all of his viewers her stream and her chat box right now he goes over into her chat room and he starts to interact okay oh i'm a partner streamer i'm in your chat you're a smaller streamer so he's kind of getting himself to look like a big deal in her chat room and then tries to pressure her into playing with one of his viewers who is a dude who happens to think that this streamer is is attractive, right? He's trying to play matchmaker. Now, imagine you're this girl. You're trying to grind. You're trying to entertain your community. You're trying to play your game. And next thing you know, there's this dude. You don't even know who this guy is. He's in your stream. He's got check marks and part streamer. But he's he's higher up on the food chain on Twitch than you are. That's all you know from that. And he starts telling you, hey, you should... <coughs> you should play with this person who you don't know 
right now, live on your stream, right? He's trying to play matchmaker. And she's like, she does something that is completely predictable. She feels uncomfortable. She bans him and bans the guy that she's trying to get, that he's trying to get her to play with, right? Now on his stream, he's blaster. Oh man, that's a whack. She's just being crazy, uh, you know? And he's like, I'm just trying to help out these smaller streamers. Yeah. yeah. How freaking scummy is like, that? I'm here, weirdo. For, I'm here for dubs. Not the D. Like, I don't care about that. I want to get Apex wins. Like, I don't need to be, like, playing with your boy. Like, dude, that's just weird. Like, oh, man. And, like, why? Why, why would weird. you? Why would I play with your buddy? And, and like, also, it's just weird. Like, you're bringing up the stream. Regardless if, it's, regardless if it's a male or a female, you're bringing up someone else's content. You're in their stream. It just is a, a easy, breedable, toxic situation, period. Like, oh, what's my chat going to do in your stream? But also, it's like a weird, like, pseudo cross-promotion, not cross-promotion, like, like self-promotion thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. in your chat with my checkmark while I'm live. Like, oh, yeah. hey, like, want to play, question mark? And it's yeah. like, oh, is this partnered streamer? Like, who's this partnered streamer? It's just bizarre. No and doubt. So, so everyone's obviously calling this guy an idiot and, and like, saying, what are you doing? And but, he's like, the woke, the woke mob is trying to cancel me, you know? He's like, I'm going to clear my name. Yeah, and it's like, is he, I, wonder, I wonder if that's considered, like, not bullying. I mean, maybe some of it's bullying because if well, he's it, if he's then going back and calling them like anything derogative after the fact, it's like you showed off the streamer, didn't get the response you wanted. Now you're talking trash. You can't yeah. talk trash about other streamers. So like, there's got to be some rules being broken right there. And I don't also, know if he's gonna a, get banned or not. But is it a, is it a one time thing or is it like a consistent thing? He's like consistently doing this. Well, the way that I don't, I can't speak definitively, but the way that he talked about it in the clip that I watched, he's like, I, I just try to help out smaller streamers. It kind of sounds like a mindset, like a, a thing. I do it he, all the time thing. I can't speak definitively again. I, I can't say that's a thing that he constantly does or consistently does. But the way that he talked about it sounded like it was pre, at least premeditated in something that it was very intentional, you know? Yeah. I just don't like, like, there's a way you could maybe put, like, you you playing with someone, you're playing with your friend, and they're infatuated with this person, and you're like, let me go in her chat, let me see if she's playing with you. But then you have to be okay with her saying, like, no, I don't know him, I don't want to play with him. It's like, alright. Like, but also yeah. she's then, live streaming, and I know, it's like, it's and you're like this, forcing you put it on in her. Such a There's weird, that pressure, You're putting yeah. it in such a weird spot. But, but then, again, it's like, the, the worst part is like, it's like, she doesn't respond the way you want, and it's like, oh, she's being whack. And basically when you're saying that, you're encouraging your fans to go into her mm-hmm. chat, which is on full display on your stream, and then like roast her and stuff. And it's like, but oh, it's that's just, just. But if you're in the unfair. office, if you're in the office and you go up to to Gina in sales and you're like, hey, like Derek has been, you know, interested on in going on a date, she'd be like, what the hell? And go to HR. I'm just trying to work. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to work, and it's it's like, hey, I'm just yeah. trying to play matchmaker. You're getting in major trouble. And so it's like, if she's not on Tinder or Bumble and not actively looking for a date, stop trying to force her into some sort of, like, date situation. Exactly. There's also, like, there's there's the people saying, like, oh, you can't even, you can't even flirt these days because the woke crowd. But it's like, listen, you can still, like, there's a way to do this normally, right? It's like, whisper her after the fact, hey, 
My friend has a huge crush on you. I just got to say, like, if you want to play with him, totally your prerogative, but he, he would love to play with you. That's it. If she says no, she says no, she says yes, she says yes. But to then do it, like, on stream, and yeah. then you film yeah, a reaction, she better give you the reaction you want to do. It's kind of like the thing you made up. You don't, you, it's like the HR thing. It's like, you, there's a way to do that at at a, a party at the like at an event like hey my friend whatever it's like instead of like at the workplace yeah like uncomfortably not, or like like tell especially when the guy's there like, hey guys come check this out yeah I'm go especially <laughs> when you like bring the guy hi this is my friend derek who i'm standing right next to and a bunch go of strangers. out with derek yeah it's like well that's basically <laughs> what happened in this stream it's like yeah. the other guys in the chat again like just send a freaking whisper on his behalf off stream but it's like, like to, it's like hey, to do it all. It, it's like okay, it's different if it's different if you're like in school and like they know you exist and your friend exists. But yeah, he's yeah, literally yeah, being yeah. like, "Hey, my random viewer yeah. has a crush on you," and it's like, true, how true, is that any true. different than all the other perverts trying to flirt with her every day that she streams? You know, it's like True. it's like why would I like your Discord mod like go on a date with him? It's like I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like thousands of people harass me every day. It's just it's just bizarre, and it, it almost yeah. makes you question like why do you think that would work? And like how know, is that right. helping out? Well, yeah, a better. Like, I'm not trying. Wait, I'm wait, not wait, trying wait, to excuse it. Okay. Even <laughs> if his defense is, I try to help out smaller streamers. Where are you helping her? You're the only way you would help her is if she played with you and your buddy. That's the only way you're a helper. It's not like you just raided her and like it was a goodwill thing and then she was trashing True. on you. It's like yeah. if, you, if you play with me or the guy I, uh, that has a crush on you, I will then send some viewers your way. So then it's like a whole power dynamic and it gets even weirder. It's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. Well, but chat, I saying, put a like, link not, to it, by the way, chat. I put a link to this uh, whole thread in, in the I'm chat trying, if you're interested in yeah, following the story. Please, please don't think like I'm not trying to excuse it in any way. I'm just saying like, you can't even make the argument that like, Oh, there was legitimate intentions behind it. Like I had a friend, he's constantly mentioning you. He has the biggest crush on you. He's in your chat all the time. Can you play with him one time? Right. Again, it's like, if you really wanted to, and if you're genuinely just wanted to like, see if your buddy had a chance, right? If that was a genuine thing, you could message her off stream. The reason you're messaging her with this random chatter on stream and getting her reaction and having, if she doesn't give you the right, it's all about the content. It's not about any sort of like genuine. Oh, I'm just trying to like, yeah. you know, let Help two out people a buddy. find each other. It's there's no genuine like there's not nothing genuine behind it. It's, it's just literally like, his monetized for, content. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. To me, the thing that's the biggest um, red flag is his reaction to it. It's not. Um, I mean, I would have a little bit more leniency, I guess, in the way that I perceive this whole situation. If after it happened, he's like, yeah, I guess this is kind of a awkward move i totally understand your reaction here my bad probably not do that again but but to to then deflect and say she's in the wrong she's whack she's crazy man she's acting ridiculous what a crazy woman you know what i'm saying that's that to me is like okay you clearly are a real piece of freaking work man <laughs> right and yeah. uh yeah and so you gotta be able to to take the criticism Anyways, dude, let's move like, on from that. Oh. Can I say, can I say though it's similar to like, dude, you'll I I not it's like you I'm sure you guys have experienced it too. Well, people will like basically be rude to you and say mean things to you on like Twitter. They're like, oh Rick, like you know, if your content wasn't so like trash, literally fall asleep in your intro, I hate you so much, and then you're like, 
shut the fuck up or something. And then people are like, whoa, whoa. Like, just oh, relax. It's man. just a joke. It's just, I'm just joking. You're like freaking such a spaz. You're like. like what part of that was like, a joke? Yeah, exactly. You're, it's like, no, in the sense is like, you, you basically know. In the back of your mind, it's like, he's got to know that she might be like, F, like, go away. To be like, oh, this is so unexpected that you would react like this. Or it's he's like, an idiot. It's like Which, you, it's completely expected that they would react like that. Like that seems like a normal reaction. Yeah. <sighs> now, let's move on because like the guy's just dumb. Like that's all there is to it. He's a little sussy baka. Let's just call him. That. <laughs> uh, but something that isn't, or, or I guess I guess is somewhat surprising, Arcane, the new League of Legends anime, becoming popping off. It's like the highest rated show yeah, I'll say, on Netflix you, right now. That's an understatement, essentially. Let's put this into perspective, okay? The previously number one Netflix original was Squid, Squid Games. Squid Games. Mm-hmm. And, and that netted Netflix over a billion dollars of revenue. And now, very short-lived king on the throne, Arcane is now beyond that arcane has been out for what like less than a week now is that right i don't quote I, me on that is it close my, to that my question though is like is it like rate percentage because i doubt it's views because like everyone and their son watch squid game but Dude, maybe they didn't like it and rate it as highly but arcane is like the people that watched it loved it that's the way i Dude, interpret it but can i can i say it's huge though yeah it, oh it is huge well, can I say an example of this? I have a group chat with like my friend group chat and my friend's wife who does not play League of Legends out of nowhere in the Snapchat is like, yo, you guys got to check out this arcane show. So good. I'm like, really? do you play League? She's like, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was like this League of Legends show. This person completely like who doesn't, I don't think she's ever really played League. She's just like, oh, it's just a good show. It's just like good. Like, I would have thought it's just a bunch of League of Legends fans all rating us highly, but apparently it's transcending it by like yeah. a lot. Yeah, you don't even. There are people who know nothing about League of Legends, and when I say there are people, I mean there are millions of viewers on Netflix who have never touched League of Legends. They do not know these characters, and they are hooked on this show. So, so what happens then when? They drop their MMO with the world that's already been created in the show and the stuff, and it's like I never played League of Legends, but like, oh, there's a new game I'm based on now. based on <laughs> this arcane true. thing, right? And also, true. it got me thinking. Like, that's amazing that their brand is that strong that they can do that. And I mean, we've seen other game spinoff type stuff. Like, The Witcher did pretty damn good. Castlevania has done really well. But it also got me thinking: Isn't Borderlands making a movie? You know With the weirdest casting, but like, also ever. isn't Destiny apparently working on some stuff too? Like there's there's rumors yeah. that Luke Smith and maybe Mark or I can't quite remember, but like they've moved away from developing the game and they're working on like movie or like TV or like brand out like outsourcing yeah, like and like yeah. like producing stuff like that long term. So it's like, is there going to be a Destiny show on Netflix that everyone's watching, and all of a sudden the game becomes more popular because of the show? Like, when does that ever happen? That, right. You know, Witcher. like... When Witcher came out... Yeah. The, even though it was an old game, The Witcher 3, it, like, skyrocketed to, like, number one on Steam. Yeah. That's right. People want to so, try it. Yeah. 
So and like it, and like learn like well who are these characters and like why do I care about these characters and stuff right? Because I think they finally realized they could make games based on video games that aren't freaking garbage. Right? <laughs> yeah. They could actually make some some good ones. Yeah. And there's just so many. There's a lot of like good narratives, right? Like a Destiny, I think is a perfect example. There's some good makes a really fantastic like Destiny show, uh, like a live action like Destiny show, or even go the anime route. Just all of this stuff. If if yeah. they were gonna make a Destiny show, would you want it to be like live action or would you want it to be some sort of like anime? I think because the game is like if you look at the characters in the game, they're very similar to live action. Like Ikora is a normal human being, right? Uh, Zavala is a normal human being except purple, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could easily do that in live action with believable characters. Um, Obviously, League of Legends is very different. Like, the characters are pretty wild and out there. Like, everyone's still a human being at the end of the day in Destiny. So I think it live action would suit it a little bit more, honestly. Right. I get that. Um, I actually go the other way, though. I mean, I wouldn't be upset with live action, but I would actually go the other way with it just because of the fantastical aspect of Destiny and how much you can lean into. I think that's the side of it that that gamers really love is the fantastical side of it not the, not the you know what i mean like because i i totally i totally feel you the characters yes they look realistic we're really on earth um and i do appreciate that but i think that the the, the heights you could reach and the things you could accomplish with the animation i think could take the destiny narrative to a place think- that's more genuine to what destiny is while you're not wrong i think you could reach those heights with cgi these days too like you have incredible cgi now and i mean look at the witcher that's a very fantastical world right and no i agree it it worked out well live action so i'm just wondering if like if like the set pieces and like what you could do i mean obviously you can do some crazy stuff like look at like star wars and like some of the stuff that's going on in stream or on the on the screen right and they have that like 360 screen thing that projector technology use that for destiny that'd be perfect i'm just wondering though like if you've got animated characters doing a blade barrage and just like the way you can animate it like think of think of some of the animes and like how hype they can make some of the spectacle because it's animated and like and and like the emotion and just like the i don't know Mm -hmm. and it goes beyond just i yes Icor looks like a real person, but then you also have so many other th- core identifying features to the Destiny universe that are so inhuman, like Exos, Cabal, Fallen, Riven. You know these, these yeah. Vex, You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. You start roping all of that in, and your budget for for live action just goes skyrocket. Yeah, you're true. You're true. I honestly, both would work. Like on honestly, mm-hmm. but like, like think you could. Someone was mentioning like Mandalorian, like like a guardian coming out with like sick armor and guns, like in live action would look really cool. Like I would do like a live action. He has the and he and he last word. He's twirling the last (laughs) word. Fisted havocs down. Like like some of the some of like the Destiny two stuff when it first came out. Like yeah. where, where it showed like Zavala like defending the city and he's like got dying and he's like doing his smashes. Like I remember getting emotional watching that. I was like, oh my god. Ugh. So if they, you know, they had some cool hunters and warlocks and they are doing some like crazy CGI supers, it would look amazing. It's just like how massive would the budget have to be comp- if you do that yeah. compared to an anime. I don't know what the difference would be, but you know, I know Bungie's big, but 
Are they that they, big? Are, are they Disney big making The Mandalorian? If they made you know? a production that really mimicked the style of, or really played to the strengths of that style of the uh, Forsaken cinematic, the opening cinematic with Cade fighting the Scorn, like that was so magical because it felt so authentic. And I don't know that you can accomplish that with live action the way oh. that, that you can with that Okay, qu- question then. Question then. What if they did it what if they did the show cutscene style? I guess my question is like, is like animating rendered. is animating mm-hmm. though like the quality of those cutscenes is animating that less expensive than live actors plus CGI? Probably because you got to hire the live actors and they've got to be on set and then you've got to CGI everything in. Like, would it make more sense to just do insanely good cutscene quality animation um, for the show compared to even anime? Because then you're getting, like, it's almost the mixture of the two at that point. It would be, like, super high-fidelity-looking animation and, like, the supers and the abilities and, like, I don't know. It's it's probably still so expensive, like, a crazy (laughs) amount. Well, talking about blurring the lines between live-action and, you know, what's 3D rendered, have you seen some of these screenshots in the photo mode from Forza Horizon 5 this past week. It's like... Fire. Sometimes I'm like, is that real like freaking I, life? I, like, I, I'm, I'm like... Oh, so good. Dude, I'm like one, like, cool car screenshot with, like, a hype EDM song in the background away from trading out my RAV4 and going getting, <laughs> like, a Skyline. I'm going to get a GTR yeah. and come home. I, like, you I, know I what I mean? Wanna, like, I'm so close, baby. They, they're so sick. I want like a compilation where it's like, is this Forza or is it real? And then, and That's then it's, right. just, it's just like a hundred photos. It's like, and if you get it wrong, <laughs> you have to take a sip of your drink. We could have a whole game night and be like, is that yeah. a skyline in game or is that parked in front of a, a house in Tokyo? Like, you I don't know. Had me I take a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I even need to did. play the game, and I'll be <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, game? Boo! If you haven't like, played this game yet, guys, like it's it's supposed it's supposed to be set in Mexico, right? Uh, and Playground they did such a phenomenal job with the atmosphere there. You've got like, I think they, I mean they did like the Baja side of things, and they did the desert side of things. Like, there's so many different environments for you to interact with. I think the garage is what was it? Correct me, Chad, if I'm wrong. I'm not a huge Forza guy, but I think that they've got. 500 plus vehicles in the game like that's a lot of vehicles for you to interact it's with this huge open world with it's basically like the game is a combination of like an actual just normal racing game for the people who like racing games then it's like a, a, a trick game like i've seen so many like tiktoks and videos of people like trying to jump the highest jumps they can and like trying to like go through things as they jump and like all this crazy stuff and then it's like car porn. It's basically like really well <laughs> rendered yeah. cars and people just like pose them in front of stuff. Like it's just like all three of that stuff. When is the last time a racing game has got this much hype? I swear like, Need for Speed underground. Yeah. underground. Like when I, was, yeah. when I was in like grade six or seven, it came out, I think. I think grade seven. And it was like Need for Speed underground and, and building cars. And I've never played a racing game since. I've never played a yeah. racing game since then, and now I'm like, am I going to get Forza? Yeah. Dude, like, I mean, it's free on, is it free on Game Pass? I can just download it. 
Yeah, check it out. Uh, Game Pass was a delayed and launch, I, wasn't it? I think I, I think Forza right now is the highest rating rated game of the year. It's, so it's like, like ten out it, of ten everywhere. Is, is it going to win Everybody. game of the year? Like, is a racing game going to win? Game <laughs> I of the know year? it's like. <laughs> I just checked. Yep, I can, I can download Forza Horizon Five Standard Edition right now because of Game Pass. Get in there right now. Start racing, this is week, dude. This is I week like too, right? Chat, can you guys fact check this? I know you guys know more about me. I think I don't, Game I don't Pass usually... got access to it a little bit later, but they do have free access to it now, yeah. They do on PC. I'm looking, I can download it right now. But here's the problem. I don't usually get racing games on PC because it's like, I feel like controlling a car with M&K isn't the best. Plug in a controller, you Neanderthal. Well, I know. Well, there's, this is where you're showing your, your uh, elitist I- ignorance to that community. It, People who play racing games on PC and really are into it, they do not use a mouse and keyboard. Re- yeah, they use a controller, right? Or, or a racing wheel! There you I go, mean, bro. That's yeah, learn it. to drive, you idiot. Like, Dude, I guess I could just plug in like my PS5 controller, hey? And then it would... Because it's just like, it is a little weird. Stop, stop cheaping out. Order, oh, okay, order okay, a so $5,000 racing rig. <laughs> bro! No, but you're, if Forza dude, Horizon has your my, Forza Horizon uh, my, sponsor me, I'll do a video <laughs> and send me a $5,000 racing rig. My brother-in-law is like a mega into this stuff. Like he does Formula 1 racing, um, you know, games and stuff like that. He's very into racing. And that for him, Forza is a game that he plays in a very specific chair that he bought. With a very specific wheel that he bought Yo! on PC at Max Settings, and that's how he plays. Like he wants complete and utter immersion, and a mouse and keyboard is just completely not the play for yeah. a racing well, game. Well, do you on PC. want the bigger problem, which is like realistically, I could just plug in a controller. Do you want the bigger problem? Is <laughs> I could get this game, Call of Duty. I'm already still playing Call of Duty that came out a few days ago, and then Battlefield comes out tomorrow morning apparently uh, or like tomorrow night i guess like friday morning like yeah. i have one day to play Forza Horizon <laughs> before I'm on, like it's just like this uh fall launch cycle is just so wild yeah it seems like they keep banging out games all beside each other too it's like destiny 2 dlc everyone's been waiting years to fight savathun by the way Elden Ring one day Dude, that's later. Elden Ring's like, fault. They're the okay. ones that <laughs> yeah, that's I know, I know. But it's and like it's like Destiny 2, new um new season, new dungeon. It's like Halo Infinite that's been in development for five years. They launching the next two. I know, but it's just it keeps these keep other games to like the same time. It's so annoying. These other games look and be like Nothing's launching, just Destiny 2. That game's freaking dead. No one cares. Launch it then. Like, do they think that? Yeah, they're like, no, like it no seems competition. Weird. Perfect. It's, yeah, Destiny 2, basically nothing no. else happens. That's like, a viewer perspective. That's not a, or a gamer perspective. That's not a developer perspective. I think people in the industry know how, how Titan-esque, and pun intended, uh, Destiny is. I feel, But, like, though, why I couldn't Elden Ring Destiny... come out a week later? One week. In between Destiny and well, Elden Ring. I'll tell like, you why. Because Destiny does have a massive player base, and that's it. That's the player base, and no new people flock to it. The only people who are downloading Witch Queen are returning players. And you, 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 can't, you can quote me on it. I, I, I honestly feel like 
there's been so many people that have been burned by Destiny long-term that they'll never touch the game again, or they know about the game and they won't try it. But there are a lot of people that take a break, kind of like RuneScape. They take a break for a few years and they're like, all right, I want to play Destiny again. But I think there are so many people that know the game exists and they will never, ever try it. And so I think that Elden Ring launching two days later, they're like, yeah, those Destiny addicts that love the game, they'll never leave Destiny. We're not worried about it. All the normies will come and play our game still. I, I honestly, that's the way I, I, I view Destiny. Yeah? It's like you know what though? hyper dedicated you know fan base and they're, ama- they're doing amazing and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's so many people that just won't try it, even though the game is good, and they should try it. But they just you might see Bungie try this time. You know what I mean? Like, no BS. We're talking like Forsaken level marketing, because I know that it wasn't just returning players for Forsaken. I know there was people like that was a huge booth at E3. People were getting into it. They'd have the Cade getting killed with like the song playing in the background. That was hype. Forsaken mm-hmm. was hype and their marketing campaign was fantastic because even people in passing remember Cade 6 and they're like killing him off and it was like this is so crazy right mm-hmm. so yeah. if they really step it up with the marketing I think you could be wrong Tash but if they do another Beyond Light trash marketing I don't even remember the marketing campaign for Beyond Light like then you're right yeah it's just going to be the returning yeah. players man I, I like think the- if they just go so hard on that fantasy aspect of of the witch queen which I, it looks like they're really doing like we we got snippets of the space you know the new patrol space and her like humongous this dark gothic fantasy vibe castle and the haunted like swamp lands on the outsides of it if they play into that like really hard with the marketing oof i think you're right Cactus. i but think this yeah. this could but generate it, it a lot of hype weird. what's coming out a week after the witch queen nothing dude like nothing like, launch it, Elden Ring, two weeks after Witch Queen, when literally nothing's coming out. I just wonder, though, because I want to say, I feel like it's popular to roast Destiny, is they're going to do all that marketing, and people are going to be like, hey, like, Shroud, are you going to check out Destiny? He's going to go, oh, yeah, um, I don't really play that game. I'd never play that game. And then they're like, ha, yeah, true, Shroud. Like, that game's dead. I'll never play it. It's like, they'll get, they'll get yeah. eyes on it. But it's like they have a weird amount of naysayers that will just shut it down. And I'm I'm not trying to roast Destiny. I think more people should try the game uh, and do it. But it's it's like because all people hear about is their stupid dungeon pricing. Yeah, and then like and like Summit played Destiny and feels really burned by it, and he roasts the game. So it's like and like Shroud will never play it. Doc will never play it. And and like if anything, if someone asks like, oh, you go back to Destiny, he'll be like. Are you, ki- are you kidding me? You think I'll play that game? And so I don't yeah, I think know. that's the Some audience, the, though, that they're trying to reach. But it's a big audience. It, it's just, it's like a, just a big audience. Yeah, it's a, sure, it's a big audience. But I'm going to tell you something. When I'm looking at my RPG element video games, I don't give a frick what Summit says. I don't give a, a frick about what frick. Doc says. I don't <laughs> give a flying frack about what Shroud has to say about yeah. these. I don't care. And I think a lot of people just don't care when it comes to that genre. And if those are the notes that they come out and they hit those notes with their marketing, I think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be good marketing, though. They need to, like, really hit the nail on the head. On the, Yeah, you're right, the fantasy aspect, the cool aspects. Because nobody cares I, what Tifu and Ninja have to say about RPG fantasy games. That's not their but, audience. But if but if they could drag them in, that like that's like the 
when you get the opinion to change, if like they can finally appeal to all those shooter players, because it's like it's such a big shooter. Why did none of the biggest shooter players play it? Because you know what the answer to that that Bungie should say is because we don't pay people to play our game. People play it because they like it. Fair, fair. But it just it's just a weird optics thing. It's like it's it's a such a big shooter game. Zero percent of the biggest like shooter talent that that focus on Apex, PUBG, all the shooter games, they never try Destiny. They refuse. Is it a barrier to entry thing? I don't know. I don't know. Could what it be. Is. I think that's probably it. Like you have to get the god <clears throat> roll guns, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't yeah, think that I the the PvP shooter people are ever gonna be uh, a real serious part of the conversation for Bungie until they're making a new Destiny game. I really don't think at this point PvP is something that they are will they're willing to invest in as trickle down content. The, the bulk of their community is gonna be pulled in by the PvE stuff and. People who love playing Destiny and PvP will continue to play it, and they will appease them, and that's and that's kind of comfortable for them. And I get that. You know, I can't imagine a version of Destiny that doesn't have PvP. But let's not kid ourselves. PvP is a tr- is trickle down content. Yeah. It's what they make off of the PVE. Go, they reinvest some of that capital into sustaining their PvP community and making sure that they're happy. And I I love Destiny for what it is. Sure, I have my complaints. I have a lot of complaints about the PvP aspect of it and things that I hope that they will continue to develop for those people like me. But I'm not going to kid myself and think that they're really trying to swing for that community Mm -hmm. until Destiny 3 is a thing. But let's use our brain too, though. It's like, okay, so Destiny is PvE game or or like a main focus and if they double down on it it's i think it's going to be really successful but also they're not going they're not going to try to get shroud and ninja and all these people to play destiny and the new content because they're going to get they're going to wait and they're going to get them to play the new fps that they're building on the side that's completely different from destiny potentially yeah. and they're going to get them to play that one that's mm. when the that's when it's like oh they're making a whole new shooter they don't care about those guys maybe because they've got this whole new Thing I mean, it's also like it's also just like things move on, right? And and you can like be mad at Shroud and everyone, but in fairness to them, when they did play the game, it was Destiny Two launch and it was trash, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like New World. Shroud was playing a crap ton of New World, and I don't think he is anymore. Or maybe, he is, but I'm saying like you saw a lot of those huge streamers play New World, like it, find the flaws. Now they're gone and. Do you think they're going to start playing New World again when it's better in a year from now, right? It's going to take the devs like quite a while to fix mm. the issues with the game, just like it took Bungie quite a while to fix the issues with Destiny 2, right? So like that's the problem with a botched launch. Like yeah. you get a lot of negative perceptions and it's like, okay, why am I going to like go back to a game like I'm I'm being told it's better, but when I played it I didn't have the most fun. And that's like a fair response to it, right? Mhm. And we don't know what Bungie's new PvP-focused IP is going to be either. Maybe that's the thing that they're really like, nah. I'm not, we're not worried about Tifu and we're not worried about Shroud and them in, uh, until it comes to this game. This is the game we want to impress those people, their yeah. communities, those types Could of be. gamers. And maybe that's not Destiny. I don't know. Who knows? Could be. Could be. I pray it's not attack shooter like, like Valorant. I pray it's not third person. 
And oh, I, I just yeah. don't know what I just don't know what's going to be like. It's going to be ability based. I have no idea what they're going to do. It's going to be like a lot of objective game modes because there's none in Destiny. Like, are they, is it going to be like really like strategic that way? I don't know. I got no you idea. could have a more tactical where you have abilities, maybe not as many. Like, you have one ability. All right, you can have Fist of Havoc. You get one slam. You have a scatter grenade. You have, like, your one ability. You have, like, a couple of different like, exotic weapons in the game as, like, your, like, and but that's all there is, right? You pick a couple of different exotics and that's it. Like, you don't have, like, random rolls and stuff. Very tactical. I guess you said you don't want it to be tactical, but, like, we'll see. I hope it's a battle royale. Free shot. Shut up. <laughs> I want to hey, say, listen. maybe that's a strat, though. I'm like, if they want listen. the most players. Apex no Legends way. generated billions of dollars of revenue for EA in a quarter. Okay? Let's not kid ourselves and, and completely count that out of the equation. I, I want to say that it's... I'm not saying I expect it to be a BR. I'm saying don't count it out. There is serious capital could, and potential. You could do a hero like shooter or a hero BR, and you like be you a have Zavala. Captain. Zavala has his abilities, and then you go around and you loot a palindrome, and you loot all these famous guns in the BR or in the arena shooter. So maybe you're Skolas. Maybe you're a Hive Knight. You know, you can pick your different types of characters to be playing here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they yeah. have some of the best <laughs> shooting and movement mechanics in gaming, so. If you're gonna if you're gonna try a new BR, the one that Bungie made is probably a good a good starting point. And you call it Destiny Legends. That's right. I'm not saying that's what it's gonna be. I'm saying, don't kid yourselves. That is on the table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like battle royales are cr- it's weird. Like battle royales are cringe and lame and all that jazz. And then Warzone comes along and it's like the biggest game ever, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And, and, and Apex Legends, same thing. Like, that... Apex Legends launched, and people rolled their... Oh, another BR. A new cringe Fortnite wannabe BR. Billion dollars in revenue in, like, a quarter of a year. You know like, okay. why? You know why? Because everybody who's good at shooters is gonna be like, this could be my break. This is a new BR. This could be the thing I make my mark in. I, I'm drowning underneath the weight of these Fortnite streamers that I will never get up there. I'm, I'm, I'm drowning underneath the weight of these Apex influencers. I'm never going to get up there, regardless of how good I am at this game. This is a brand new title, and there's so much potential for me. People are going to flock to those things, just like they did with when Apex came out. Just I feel like, like you could also have an arena shooter or an arena shooter mode, like have the br or arena mode like just because i mean valorant valorant popped off dude like absolutely popped off because mm-hmm. i think because if it is a br there is a lot of competition warzone apex fortnite heavy hitters all i'm saying so. is that i i promise you and this isn't like an nda thing i have never been uh i've never been aware of any conversations behind closed doors that being said, I can promise you, in a room at Bungie Studios, people yeah. asked the question, should we make a BR? And there, and a discussion was had. I guarantee it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. For sure. Because it's, it's just like a tried and true tested model. And if you can nail it, it's so lucrative that it it's mm-hmm. like, for the dev cost, it can be 
uh, 20 to 1 ratio, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like this yeah. crazy, like, pop-off. But I think we hammered a lot of these topics. We're going a little bit long right now. We're already almost an uh, hour and a half we into the podcast. We could probably skip the After Dark for this Yeah, we week. did. It has, half an hour very lo- it has been a very long episode so far. It was fun, though. We had lots of juicy topics and debates. Yeah. And uh, I love doing the podcast with you gamers. Thank you all for being here watching. We appreciate it. Um, make sure to leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And, um, you know, episode 61 next week, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We, we try to do it every Wednesday night. Same time. Typically, we hit it. But Tell your friends. Tell your yeah. mom. Yeah. Tell your grandma. Tell your Shoot mom especially. Tell your, tell your Listen, mom especially. Come on, come on I, I know your grandma clicks on any link in her <laughs> in her email. Just send yeah. her this grandma, one. Grandma, click this link for a sec. Who are these gamers? <laughs> we won't, we won't even people? scam her. Like, you just she's get like, her to watch. <laughs> she's we like, see the views. Yeah, we won't even scam her. She's like, two of them are pretty cute. I don't know. And even if we do, you can't even see the dislikes. So it doesn't matter, gamer. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, thanks so much. This is the RGH Real Gamer Hour, and uh, I'm Mtash. I'm Kakis HD. I'm True Vanguard. And we will catch you gamers later.